is the Electile Dysfunction Podcast with Ashton Cohen. Way more interesting than anything you're listening to on NPR. Probably less exciting than what you're watching on OnlyFans. Bruh. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started. So Joe Biden is fresh off of his State of the Union address, which he delivered earlier this week as the Russia invasion of Ukraine continues to grow steam. Unfortunately for the U.S. and the rest of the world, it was once again on full display on Tuesday just how mentally impaired the leader of the free world is now. The uh, State of the Union was exactly what you'd expect from a decrepit octogenarian president. It was disorganized, incoherent, lots of rambling. It was a pretty irrelevant speech, so I'm not going to bore you the details. But the notable exception was the time where Biden confused Ukrainians with Iranians. <laughs> Biden warned Putin that the will of the Iranian people will never be broken. That was probably the highlight of the speech. And it was hilarious because it provoked a correction by uh, Kamala Harris, who you could see in the background, mouthing the word Ukrainian. So that's pretty bad, right? I mean, Kamala is correcting your speech. You know you messed up because she's also an awful speaker. It would be like Paris Hilton calling you out for being an attention whore. (laughs) So that's where we are at this present moment. But we did get to see a return of Biden's tough guy facade, which was kind of neat. As we know, during those few moments of the day in which Biden's lucid, they're increasingly rare. But you know those times when like the meds kick in at just the right time? When that happens, he does like to play that tough guy role. He's like the geriatric Jason Bourne. So during that State of the Union speech, he warned Putin that he was going to, quote, hold Russia accountable, which I'm sure petrified the former KGB killer. And remember, this isn't the first time Biden called out Putin. He famously, when he was running for president, declared in a tweet, Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe-to-toe with him. Come on, man! (laughs) Of course, this isn't fooling anybody, right? I mean, there's not a single leader in the world who looks at the president of the United States and thinks this dude, who suffered from two prior brain aneurysms and in clear cognitive decline, is like an embodiment of physical mental toughness. And let's remember, even before his dementia kicked in, Obama's Secretary of Defense, Bob Gates, warned us about Biden. He said he's been on the wrong side of every major foreign policy and national security issue for the past four decades. Obama's Secretary of Defense. Probably even Obama believed that. Remember, Obama refused to endorse his own vice president until basically everyone else in the Democratic primary dropped out. As Obama put it, quote, don't underestimate Joe's ability to fuck things up, end quote. True words have never been said, that's for sure. But let's return back to the Russia-Ukraine situation for a second, because that's like the topic they want us to pay attention to, right? Now, Putin has desired to invade Ukraine for quite some time, okay? I think that seems clear. There are various reasons for Putin's interest in Ukraine, including a rapidly declining Russian population, and then there are geographical and economic benefits that Russia would attain by seizing the nation. But there is a reason why Putin chose this time, this present moment, to launch his invasion. It's not just that Biden is feeble and flaccid, although he is. 
It's the fact that the policies that Biden's responsible for have weakened the United States internally and thereby curtailed any potential reprisals that America can enact against Russia. Okay, so let's start off with energy. As president, Biden has done everything possible to annihilate the favorable hydrocarbon energy policies that Trump supported. Those policies enabled the United States to become the top energy producer in the world. All right. On Biden's first day in office, he canceled the Keystone XL pipeline, which would have transported 830,000 barrels of oil per day from Canada to the United States. Then, in a further assault on our domestic energy production, Biden suspended oil and gas leases across the country and permits to drill on federal lands and waters. On top of that, he appointed a multitude of these Green New Deal-type leftists who seek to dismantle our oil and gas industries in the United States. There's currently one named Sarah Bloom Raskin, who's his nominee pending for the Federal Reserve. And then on top of all that, as if that was enough, he reversed Trump's sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline connecting Russia to Germany, which enables Russia easily export its oil and gas to all of Europe. Okay, The net result of all this, Biden weakens America's hydrocarbon energy industry while strengthening Russia's providing Putin the resources and leverage to do whatever the hell he wants in Ukraine or anywhere else, okay? Putin has the European nations by their balls because they're dependent on Russian oil, and thanks to Biden, the U.S. is in no position to supply Europeans with American oil as an alternative, right? To make matters even worse than that, even America is now reliant on Russian oil. We have to, we're still importing 538,000 barrels of Russian oil a day because of the anti-fossil fuel policies pushed by progressives in this country. And if you'll notice, one of the things the administration tried to do in the beginning was blame the increase in gas prices, which Americans are currently facing on the Russian invasion. It's complete bullshit. Okay? Americans were already experiencing the highest year-over-year increase in gas prices in the last three decades, and that was prior to Russia invading Ukraine. Trump's last day in office... Average price per gallon, $2.38. Today, we're almost at $3.60 per gallon on average in this country. Okay, So we can't even afford to sanction Russia's energy industry, which is why Biden isn't doing that. As for the rest of Biden's economic policies, they've also further weakened the United States internally. They've created a more unstable country and a more unstable world. This green woke agenda, which the president has endorsed, not only made the U.S. energy sector more fragile, it's also led America to become a more indebted nation. In just Biden's first year, the U.S. has accumulated a $2.77 trillion budget deficit, and he's still looking to spend trillions more. He tried to pass that Build Back Better plan, which thanks to Joe Manchin was stopped. That would have been another $6 trillion. And then in the State of the Union speech, he was talking about another spending plan. What's the result of all this? inflation in this country like we haven't seen in half a century. And then, on top of all this, Dementia Man has really undermined American morale. 71% of the country now believes we are headed in the wrong direction. Biden has a 37% approval rating, while Harris has a record-breaking low of 28%. Now, it's true that our president has shifted his rhetoric a little bit. 
he apparently must believe that the uh, American people suffer from the same level of dementia he does because he's now talking about uniting the country and funding the police as if he had not spent the last 14 months doing the exact opposite. Remember, Biden's the guy. Now I'm sounding like him. I'm the guy who did the thing, man. <laughs> Biden was the guy who accused you know red states of wanting to enact Jim Crow 2.0, had his attorney general spend millions of dollars suing the state of Georgia for passing voting reform laws, which are more expansionist than the voting laws in Delaware, which is Biden's home state. He had the same equally pathetic Attorney General Merrick Garland intimidate parents and label them as domestic terrorists for having the audacity to protest the critical race theory propaganda that was being taught to their children. He demonized Americans who are unvaccinated, pursued an unconstitutional vaccine mandate, supported and still supports nonsensical COVID guidelines like forcing masks on children. So again, what's this man done to this country? He's created a more fractured, unstable, and resentful country that is incapable of dealing with its own problems, let alone devoting attention to foreign matters. And we haven't even got to his foreign policy yet, which might be the most embarrassing part of his presidency, although there's a lot of competition for that. Who could forget his disastrous withdrawal of the troops in Afghanistan, which he didn't even reference in the State of the Union speech? It's one of the most humiliating episodes in modern American history. Let's remember for a second, that withdrawal resulted in thousands of American Afghani allies who we swore to protect, being left behind in Afghanistan, reliant on the goodwill of the Taliban savages to escape from the Kabul airport. $80 billion of U.S. arms were left behind for the Taliban to enjoy, including 45 Black Hawk helicopters, 2,000 armored vehicles, and worst of all, 13 U.S. military members senselessly died because of the Biden administration's incompetence. The president didn't even mention them in his State of the Union speech. He gave the entire country to the Taliban in one week. Some of this shouldn't be a surprise. America's military was put in a situation to be harmed and humiliated like that because under this regime, even our military and defense agencies have been captured by the same sick, woke, parasitic ideas that have destroyed so many other of our institutions and society. It was just a few months ago when Biden's top military advisor, General Mark Milley, defended the promotion of CRT techs in the military so that he could better understand white rage. Yes, white rage. That's what we're focused on now. We know that in 2021, the U.S. Department of Defense devoted over 6 million man hours to things like domestic terrorism and diversity, equity, and inclusion training. So while U.S. troops were spending millions of hours, collectively, sitting through trainings on far-right extremism, white supremacy, systematic racism, the Taliban were expanding their power in Afghanistan, Russia was planning military invasions, Iran enhanced its nuclear program, and China built hypersonic missiles that are superior to anything that we have. Oh, and not to mention, our own borders, our own U.S. homeland was being destabilized, with a record number of illegal immigrants coming into our country. 2 million in 2021 alone. So it's just impossible to overstate how much of a complete abject failure this regime is. Whether it's Putin or Chairman Xi or any other tyrant, they look at the United States, they see a country that is at its weakest point it's ever been in since maybe the Civil War. A greatly divided nation, weak and incompetent civil and military leaders, record level of inflation, 
nonsensical foreign policies, open borders, record amounts of debt, and two of the most unpopular people in history to ever occupy the presidency and the vice presidency. So while it's inspiring to see the resolve of the Ukrainian people in protecting their homeland, the fact is Putin's probably going to get what he wants out of this conflict. Whether that's a partition of the country, where he captures like the eastern regions of Ukraine and the rest of the country is a non-NATO allied buffer state, or a complete takeover of the nation. Who's going to stop him? The melting away president of the United States who can't remember where he is half the time? And here's where it gets even worse. Because however bad this Ukraine situation seems, and it's bad, but it's going to be child's play compared to another event which may very well occur during Biden's administration. That's China's military invasion of Taiwan. If you think inflation and supply chains are bad now, wait until you see a Chinese takeover of Taiwan and its semiconductor industry, which even our own U.S. military relies on, not to mention so many of our companies. And that invasion is going to cause tensions to flare up with neighboring states like Japan and Korea. And then we're going to see massive disruptions in a region that's responsible for 25% of the world's GDP. And of course, we can't forget about North Korea. Expect them to challenge the dysfunctional Biden regime by ratcheting up their nuclear testing and threatening conflict with South Korea. But here's the good news. You know, our leaders have assured us that they're working overtime to quash the threats posed by white rage and QAnon. So we're going to be in really good hands. I wish we could leave on a more hopeful note, but the fact is we've never had a prior administration that has done this much damage in just one year. And according to all the polls, every normally functioning American seems to understand the problems we're facing are just expanding by the day. I guess the moral of the story really is that there are things worse in life than having a president who sends out mean tweets. If you enjoyed our show, please click subscribe to stay up to date with our YouTube channel and podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts so that we can keep delivering guys some great content. Thanks for listening and we will be back next week. We're going to talk about the issues that really matter. Our country, our economy, the Fed, QE, GDP, BTC, NFTs, AOC, the CCP, Cardi B, Ow. Yeezy, Yellow Socks, Iran, Joe Biden's dementia, Come on, man. and probably sex robots. We stand for a free and open debate and exchange of ideas. And if you disagree with anything we talk about, you are a racist and no better than Hitler. What? Let's get started.